thank you for joining us for Riding Through the Ages, our evolving journey through the eras of Common Rider. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And today we are watching episode nine of the original Common Rider series entitled The Monstrous Cobra Man. It aired on May 29th, 1971. It was written Katsuhiko Taguchi and directed by Minoru Yamada. So um, uh, what do you think the monster this one will be? Oh, I wonder. <laughs> So, uh, in all seriousness, you you did okay. You were telling me last week, and I think you told me once before when we were uh, first seeing the Spider Man. I think that this is one of the trio of the main. Like, it recognized as. I think what it means is okay. it's more. It's the most uh, remembered. Most remembered. Okay. And the most uh, the ones that people always think about. Okay, so it's like the iconic villains, I suppose. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the most iconic villain of. Doctor Who is the Daleks, but they didn't appear till like the fifth episode. Okay, yeah. And then the mo- the second most, there's like three main uh, villains in Doctor Who that everybody think about. There's the Daleks, the Cybermen, and the Master. Hmm. So the Daleks appeared in the second story, which is the fourth, the fifth episode. The Cybermen didn't appear till like four years later, and the Master didn't appear until almost I think ten years into the show. Wow. <laughs> uh, the third Doctor. <laughs> the third doctor was the first one that had the the master so so yeah so not necessarily like the first as in uh chronologically but the most remembered okay yeah like when you think common rider villains you think uh snake or wait no it was bat spider cobra uh bat spider and cobra okay yeah yeah not necessarily snake but usually cobra right I, so when i said snake i was like no, no cobra yeah. specific. so those are the ones you like remember the most okay they might not be the first ones but they're just the ones that everybody seems to remember uh but yeah, so I mean, the last week we had the Bee Woman, mm-hmm. which was actually an interesting episode. It was because it had the the control, right? The one where you and you never think about. Well, I mean, you guys, you think about like a queen bee controlling drones, right? Yeah, but no, I mean, it it, it made sense in that, and at least um, it was like mines, and they were workers. It wasn't like she was uh, commanding them to go destroy stuff. It was like dig i don't know exactly what they were doing they were digging for gas yeah gas because <laughs> they were they're testing out the the we assumed it was poison gas but it wasn't poison gas i think it was gas to change people into right. like shocker soldiers um or just make them able to but yeah so we're at the ninth episode and uh pretty much just different monsters of the week right i mean yeah. it's in the 70s show so yeah i mean it's the, the story's getting a little bit more solid so, uh, and I, honestly, I don't even know if I'm supposed to expect a story arc from yeah. <laughs> this series. Like yeah. the other series, they have like a continuing story with things going on. Yeah. But this is way back, you know, I don't even know if they had that idea with uh, Saturday morning shows or Sunday morning shows or whatever this was. Yeah. Because, I, mean, uh, I mean, when you don't have, like I've explained before, when you don't have a DVD box set, when you don't have a, uh, a Netflix or a Hulu. Right. You almost kind of need to make every episode the same but different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I always bring it back to uh, DVD box sets when they first really started coming out. I picked up the DVDs of Knight Rider season one, right? Because I remember I loved that show when I was a kid, and so I watched it. And I realized I could not more, watch more than two episodes in a row, yeah, because it was the exact same thing, right? Over and over and over. <laughs> There was like four episodes per season that were maybe a little bit different. Right. But I mean, honestly, would you even notice it? Like if it, it, every week you wouldn't, I mean, it's like the one thing you watch and in between then there's no internet or like other, yeah. there's no, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for here? It's too much media or entertainment, right? And just at your fingertips. Yeah, like we're excessive. We have we have a. I mean, I always have it. It's the uh, decision paralysis. <laughs> yeah, where you're like, I have so much that to like play and watch and do. I'm just gonna watch this show I've already seen four times. Yeah. You know what we, <laughs> see, that's what's bad is I I'll have all these things added to my list or something on Netflix or or Hulu, and then I'll get on and I'm looking at that stuff and I'm like, no, I don't really want to pay attention to this. <laughs> and so then I spend like an hour and a half, two hours looking through Netflix for something to watch. <laughs> and eventually I'm just like, screw this, I'm just gonna watch whatever. There was this mind. skit about Netflix having a lower tier, uh. and the lower tier was just the ability to skim Netflix. <laughs> Now, you couldn't watch anything. You could only <laughs> go through the menus and watch the previews. And yeah. that was that was like a $5 a month. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to take you like two hours. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, this is still uh, 71. And I'm waiting for an episode. People who know about the show will know that there's an episode where it starts and something is really obvious. And I'm trying to remember when it is. If it's an, it's if it's not these t- this one and the next one, it's the one afterwards. But once we watch an episode, I'll be able to tell which is what it is, and I'll be able to tell tell you. So it's kind of a waiting game. Yeah, a waiting game of the next couple of weeks because, like I said, said a bunch of times, I binge these, so they kind of blur together in my uh-huh. head. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that, I understand that. Like there was something I wanted to tell you that that I wanted to bring up in the fir- the second episode, but it was something that happened. In like the seventh episode, mm. <laughs> so I was like, like, well, hold on, wait, probably shouldn't say anything. It didn't, it didn't say it didn't happen this episode, so I better wait till it actually happens. <laughs> so yeah, we are going to go watch that. Okay. Oh okay, and we're back. Yeah. So what you think? Uh, you know, I think I got my expectations up a little bit too high. Let me tell you something off the start that will greatly affect your whole outlook on this episode. Okay. During the filming of the next episode, hmm. the main actor broke his leg. Oh, kind of relevant. He was not in half this episode. Okay. He wasn't <laughs> because they had to alter like the surrounding episode too. Ah. And for like the next several episodes, he's not actually in the show. Okay, so the so this episode was kind of hastily redone. Yeah, like thrown together. So that explains. That's a why lot. he was only in a couple of episodes, couple scenes. Yeah, I was wondering because it just it doesn't feel like the other episodes. No, I, I felt like that they were horribly, uh, you know, devolving back to. Yeah, so they have to figure. Like you'll see how they like figure it out because the actor is like really badly hurt his leg. Okay, like he's out for months. Wow, like. He literally watched the first episode premiere while he was in the hospital. Oh, man. <laughs> and he, he heard himself doing a motorcycle uh, stunt. Well. Which is one of the reasons why they don't let the actors do stunts anymore. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did all his own stunt. So when you think about that, you realize, oh, well, they actually did pretty good with the fact yeah. that they didn't have. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Considering. Yeah. yeah he was, uh, I think, what, uh, two scenes, the only time you actually see his face. Something like that. Very, very few. Yeah. And they like uh yeah, two scenes, one in the shocker base and one in the cafe. Other than that, he's Right, cuz I think we see him ride around a little bit. No, those are stock footage from other episodes. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is it looked like uh which is great because he always fights in a quarry so they could just use other shots. Right, cuz it was like whenever he was driving it looked like it was like wait, this quarry but then the fight scene was in a totally different area. Yeah. So that explains it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll give it I'll give it better uh 
better i'll remember it better now that i know yeah it's like now i kind of want to rewatch the episode just to you know with that in mind be like huh oh that, that makes sense yeah so anyways uh which is why it starts off we don't even like there's a long drawn out part at the beginning <laughs> really yeah yeah so it starts off uh with uh shocker base yeah so i know here's the thing i love this scene and here's why it open you okay you see a door and you see two shadowy you know um chalker regular goons just on either side of it like you you know like soldiers lining up for people Mm -hmm. to come in door opens and another goon comes in with this bowl with his arms outstretched it's uh it's like a clear bowl and there's white stuff in it i'm like oh okay so we're getting to the part now where he's just like bump of coke master (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i'm sitting here like seriously is this cocaine or some sort of phosphorus powder or some sort of you know the next thing yeah and it was just cotton yeah with uh these like metal fangs fangs yeah like when we say fangs we're like it's like one piece like you would use for like uh cheap vampires yeah suit. cheap vampire but they're fangs, like metal. but you know metal yeah. uh so it's like two fangs and then like connecting piece right and so there's a a long drawn out explanation about how these fangs have substance a right I think which it's, is uh, sh- uh supreme leader is saying it right yeah supreme leaders demonstrating this while they're showing uh diagrams a diagram of cobra man's like anatomy (laughs) (laughs) and they have substance a which is that's what it's called substance a by the way he's talking to cobra man yeah i'm telling you how your body works cobra man yeah little cobra and the bees discussion (laughs) (laughs) exactly and substance b which is greeted by your ears combine in your body and they go out a tube and they come out your cobra hand yeah because you pump it with your heart or something like that yeah so you see cobra man put the fangs in his mouth like and now he's got a horrible overbite. So then he's, but he's also got like a cobra head, but he's also got a cobra hand. Yeah. So that's the first thing you see is uh, the, the cobra hand, sock puppet <laughs> hand with his tongue that's just. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, we're going to demonstrate it and demonstrate it by uh, testing it out on a shocker goon who like is useless, I guess. Yeah. They, they bring in this, this, uh, this guy and he's like please no no so that's the first thing right there that kind of makes him different from all the rest of them is that he's actually got lines and he's doing things yeah. besides just standing yeah. quietly he's not fully brainwashed like the rest of them right and uh Coverman does his extendo hand you know it's a feature that the toy probably didn't get and uh <laughs> it i don't know it stretches like across the room i want to say it's a good distance mm-hmm. couple, you know maybe eight eight nine feet and then uh, I was thinking, okay, what's going to wrap around him or it's going to bite him? No, just blows gas in his face. <laughs> yeah, and then melts him. Yeah, and then he just evaporates. It's an acid gas. Yeah. Because the whole thing, it was like, the, it's like you can bite, what do you say, your bite can uh, dissolve anything. It doesn't bite anything. It just... Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I guess just the, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, maybe it's when he bites his mouth. To put it into a system, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, it's basically bubble dissolving gas. Yeah. So yeah, the the gas dissolves people. Um uh kind of the same way that the spider dissolved people. Right. Yeah. Almost Which exactly. if it's funny that it's like this is a huge deal. Uh well, I mean, the spider only dissolved people. This we find out later the gas dissolves everything. Yeah. Right. I mean the the one thing though is that the the spiders had such a you know, so much better mode of uh entering it into your system. <laughs> shoot a dart at you and you know, shoot it. <laughs> shot <laughs> i can't speak today yeah shot <laughs> shot a dart at you and you die but here's like okay you gotta wait for this little hand to come up in your face yeah. and be like... so uh 
Then Shocker reveals their master plan. Yeah, world leaders like, okay, with your, with your, you know, gas stuff. What did he say? With your bite? I can't remember uh, how he describes it. I think it. He, I think he says with your gas. I think it was gas. But yeah, you're your able. Gas. You're we're able to get the world's gold. Yeah, acquire the entire world's gold. We'll start with Japan. <laughs> obviously, Japan, that, then America, yeah, then Europe. Yeah, and then everywhere else because we don't care to name them. No, it was Japan, America, England. And then the rest of the world. Okay, yeah. And then we'll have all the gold. Yeah, <laughs> and then what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if you have all the gold, so what? <laughs> then, then gold is useless. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, then we just move on to gold silver. Is, I mean, gold is only important because we say it's important. Well, it reminds <laughs> me of that episode of South Park with, uh, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but Space Cash. Mm-mm. Okay, yeah. So basically, Alien comes down. They were trying to test... Uh, the world to see if it was ready for alien life and they were doing the space cast the, the space cash test <laughs> was it would you return our space cash if if we came and asked for it or would you pretend that you didn't have it <laughs> and uh yeah so they were just building all kinds of stuff and the guy comes out and he's like are you kidding me it's only worth what you think it's worth it's not worth anything <laughs> i mean it's not really a form of currency like how are you <laughs> yeah yeah it's just, just, like, are you even using it there was a great line in I think it was the fourth or fifth book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy trilogy. Um, that's what it said. There's five books in the trilogy. <laughs> um, where the most useless people in a, in a uh, the most useless people in a society were all put onto a uh, spaceship and sent off, and that's actually where humans come from. <laughs> um, uh. But they land on Earth, and they're like, okay, so since we have decided that leaves are currency, we have all become incredibly rich. <laughs> Unfortunately, because of the abundance of leaves, our currency is now devalued. So what are we going to do? And then they come up with the idea of, let's burn down the forest. <laughs> <laughs> then our leaves Brilliant. Then our leaves will be more valuable. <laughs> Anyways, so gold is would be useless if you had all the gold. Anyways, right. um... <laughs> It's like Rick and Morty, everything's schmeckles. Yeah. No idea what that is. Uh so then it goes to the Japanese God Repository a uh, gold the Japanese God Repository. Yeah, the God Repository. <laughs> the Japanese Gold Repository, which has a big sign out front that says gold repository. Hey, hey guys, this is where we have all the gold. <laughs> yeah, just so you know all the gold's here. <laughs> How are we guarding it? Like four guys. Yeah, four guys just kind of walking around in the <laughs> yeah. dark. In the dark. I yeah, mean, you don't even have the, it lit up. Yeah, <laughs> just their basic flashlights. And so they spent a long time on this. So uh, long. The, okay, uh, about the the <laughs> the shift change, and then the guy talking to another guard, and the guard's just like, "Oh, you better get home to your son." And he says, "Like, ah, he's, my son's got the dog. He doesn't care about me when he's got the dog." Yeah. And you're like, "This is a long time on this," but the story actually relates to it. Uh-huh. But also. They're filling time because they don't have as much hongo. Yeah, it makes so much more sense now because I, I was going to rip into this. Uh, but so, yeah, so like he said, starts off with the guy and you're, it follows him for a very long time. The one cool thing about this whole scene is that when he gets home, there's a scene where the Cobra Man comes out with the shadow and it's like looming like all the villains have so far before somebody gets attacked. And he doesn't get attacked. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it switches to another security guard. And he's the one that gets got. So, yeah. <laughs> so I thought, okay, bait and switch here. But, but while it's doing that, it cuts back to the security guard going home and talking to the dog. And the dog's name is Dummy. Yeah, Dummy. <laughs> In English, Dummy. Yeah. Uh, 
and his son's asleep and he yeah. like and he goes to bed which is like oh yeah whatever i honestly thought the kid was dead yeah i was like maybe that's what this was all about is that the guy just got done killing his child and <laughs> no. stepped out of the room and so it goes back and then this the cobra kills the security guard and then he uses he uses this uh dissolving mist to d- kill the security guard and then he dissolves the the vault door yeah it was either i see i I didn't know if he was trying to dissolve the panel that opened the door or straight the door um it it all it's all kind of the same material (laughs) yeah so and he he dissolves the door and then it goes back to uh, to the apartment the um security guard and the kid are dead and the dog wakes up and goes outside and the kid's like oh i guess he just has to pee and i'll go back to sleep and so the the dog runs in on cobra man Mm. who is like all this gold belongs to shocker yeah, he's starting to slowly move the, i don't know why he's just not putting bars in the bag he didn't even doesn't even have doesn't even have a bag no he just has this fanny pack well, as which we've is seen my Shaka- shocker is not very good at planning <laughs> yeah they're like hey well we didn't expect you know actually expect to get this far it's coming right has it shown up yet what's up with this <laughs> but no i love this because the dog comes in and starts barking at him and i guess cobra man's afraid of dogs because he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> And he startles him so much, he spits out his teeth. Yeah, he spits out his teeth. And the dog, uh, I don't know, tries to bite at him or something. And then he... And then the car, he runs away, and the dog just sits down. And then it goes to, like, newspaper clippings showing gold repository broken into. No gold bar is stolen. Guard dead. Investigating death guard. But they wouldn't know that there was a dead guard because there's no body. Yeah, it got dissolved. I mean, okay, the first, the, the first guy, the goon, we actually saw completely dissolved. In all fairness, we only saw the security guard's face bubbling and him falling over. So yeah. maybe it was just that he's not susceptible to turning into bubbles whenever he dies, like all the rest of the, the bad guys, you know? Yeah. So then it cuts to a stock footage of Hongo riding on his motorcycle. Right. And then it goes to one of the only few scenes that Hongo's in the the, sh- the, the show, which is in the cafe. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about... Uh, uh, Tachi Bonnet's in looking at the paper <laughs> and totally understands the plot immediately. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I love this part because it, it switches scenes and Tachi Bonnet's reading the newspaper and he sets it down and he's like, ah, oh, I want this must mean that Shocker's going after the gold, which means they're probably going for the entire world's gold and then yeah. they'll rule the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tachi Bonnet knows where it's at. Um, uh, then H- Hongo comes in and like looks at the newspaper. And uh, Tachiban is like, you're heading towards there, right? And yeah, as like, well. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah. And then he's uh, like, yeah, I got to, I'm going to pick up a strong lead on Shocker. And then he takes, he picks up what I thought was a shot glass. I thought he was going to down some vodka or something. And it was just like a little glass of water. Well, the thing is, is he sat down and he asked for coffee and they put down a cup and he drinks some water. Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> going to down some. I'm pretty sure he's like totally immune to alcohol. Also. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's going to do nothing for him. It makes me wonder about the caffeine too, though. Yeah. So yeah, because if you were completely immune to all drugs, you would not be able to have caffeine. No. Um. So Rico comes out and she says, she's like, here, I have a present for you. And it's like, looks like a bullet. It does look like a bullet. It's a bullet necklace. It's a very, very shiny bullet. It's supposed to be a good luck charm. And she puts it on him. And he's like, ah. And, and uh, Tachibana makes a little joke about it being a bell on a cat. Yeah, a cat's bell. <laughs> so we know where he is. Um, And so uh, then it cuts to the very, very first security guard that we were following along. Yeah. He's, home, he's coming home again. Yeah. I don't know if this is the same day. It must be the next day because it is day day. Yeah. Be, now here... If I if you hadn't said anything about the main actor breaking his leg, this is where the story rapidly uh, 
devolves and stops making complete and total sense. Yeah, because, because most likely if they would have been able to have more, he would have gone to investigate, check some things yeah, out. Yeah, there would have been some interaction. Um, but yeah, so the, the guy's home is ransacked. And he's like, oh, what the heck is this? And then, yeah, Cobra, Cobra Man, Man pops, pops out. out. And he says, <laughs> so he's just like, where's your dog? <laughs> and the guy's like, my dog's dead. Yeah, my dog's dead. I would, One I, day? <laughs> yeah, we were so, because the dog didn't even get injured when it was fighting the Cobra Man. Yeah. And Dude, they don't explain anything about the dog time. No, nothing was explained. The I do- thought he was just trying to protect the dog. Because the, the, I guess, okay, in, the Cobra Man's intentions are to find the dog because he knows that the dog took the fang yeah. back to their house. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he's there. Yeah. I don't know if we explained that. And I just want to take a moment to talk about what the Cobra Man looks like so that way you guys are getting the perfect image here. He's like a blue and yellow. He's got what's supposed to be a belt, I'm assuming, but it looks like a fanny pack. Um, the suit doesn't fit so well, so it looks like he's just a big, fat, flappy. It's a very flabby uh, suit. Yeah, because sometimes he looks, from the back, he looks very, very skinny and everything's tight I mean, I'm sure the actor in the suit's fine, but the suit is ill-fitted. Oh, yeah, horrible. And uh, his hand is very clearly just a little sock puppet, puppet uh, snake hand. Now, the only thing I can think of is that maybe, this is just, there's no, there's no, I've not seen this anywhere. But what I'm thinking is maybe that the actor that was originally going to be Cobra Man is now in the common rider suit. Oh, yeah, so they needed a, a Cuz he was like the main actor. the main suit actor. Right. Oh, that makes perfect sense. And then they just put another guy into the suit. Yeah, cuz they needed somebody else. Which to, is why it's so ill which is so ill fitting. Because I I could see that like they've had the same guy who's been like the the Scorpion Man and stuff like that right. become common rider cuz he's the most versatile of being in the suit. That's the yeah. only thing I could think of. That makes perfect sense. Which is why this suit kind of doesn't look like it fits. Yeah. So I mean they're just they're just running with it because they're like we have to make a show <laughs> and our main guy is injured. Uh but yeah, he's like the dog's dead and you're like what? Yeah, I'm like how the how the heck did the dog die? I'm like what? Cuz it so I mean like if they explained that the dog substance A is poisonous. Yeah. They never explain substance A being poisonous. They only say substance A with substance B creates the smoke. Right. So if, if it was like substance A where like the dog got uh, stepped on the uh, or bit the, the fangs and, and it poison kills them, right. I'd be fine with it. Yeah, but, but no they never say that. No. In fact, it's like, okay, well then show me. And then it switches to a scene with this kid at the dog's gravesite. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so the dog really did die. <laughs> and he's like putting a... The gravesite is just a... They just buried the dog on a hill somewhere. Yeah. And they put a little, like, uh, cross on there. <laughs> and the kid's like, dummy, why did you have to die? <laughs> Which yeah. is so funny, because that's the dog's name is dummy. But it's right. just like... It's like he's insulting the dog. <laughs> and, and like I was saying before, I forgot to mention, this This is part of what I was saying when the story devolves, because mm-hmm. now they show up, they see this kid, and, and do the little, I'm going to scare this kid thing. And the kid starts to run. He does this front flip to intercept him. And then they just kidnap the kid. Never mind what they came here for yeah which was to find the dog they don't even ever not once check the gravesite. they just chase the child down and hongo hears it in stock footage luckily because he's got four kilometer hearing now by the way it's been it's been increased to four kilometers in every direction so he transforms and this is like where it starts feeling different because in the other episodes He's like Hong. He he's like Hongo as much as he possibly can, and mm-hmm. only transforms when he has to. Right. But in this, he transforms, and he's transformed for the rest of the episode. Yeah, he does not uh, untransform. I mean, there. No, that's right, because it was just re- old footage. I was going to comment on how it looked the same. I'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, part. Yeah. So he um he comes, he transforms, and he chases down Shocker in their like Ford Fiesta. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a Ford Fiesta. It's just like a basic I don't know car. Why that made me laugh? <laughs> 
yeah, shocker, world organization. I mean, there's a reason why they want the gold because they can't afford a decent car. <laughs> and so Shocker's just driving. And it's just funny because it's like in the back of this normal sedan is just Shocker with the Cobra Man's got his arms wrapped around the kid like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> it just and all of this is made so, uh, so bizarre because they could have just waited for the kid to move away and then they could have checked the grave. But yeah, it's no, like, no, because you have to endanger kids because that's the way these shows go. Um, so, uh, Hongo chases Cobra Man to the same place that the B-Woman was at, <laughs> which is like a half-demolished apartment building. Right. I mean, I think there was like a small tussle, wasn't there? I can't really remember. Yeah, they they fight there. Yeah, a little tiny. And then it goes to them. No, no, no you're right. Yeah, it goes with the chase and then yeah, a at fight. The, yeah, because the, at the very top of the, the building, you see the hand, you know, because rule number one for a Cobra Man, lead with the hand. Lead with the hand, yes. And so he comes out and then they fight a little bit. Yeah. And the Cobra Man slowly spins around, which causes a tornado. What I what I loved about this scene is that uh, you see, okay, he punched one goon, he goes flying, punched another goon, goes flying. And then he takes one guy and beats him across the face like nine times. <laughs> He's like, punch, punch, <laughs> pound, punch. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> Did this guy say something to him as he was coming up? Yeah. Like, he got the worst of it. So, uh, but yeah, in order to escape, he, in order to escape, the Cobra Man pulls a Superman and spins around so fast that he creates a tunnel underground. Because yeah, if anything, we know that Cobras are known for their spinning and tunneling abilities. Yes. <laughs> yeah, especially because it was like uh, tail first. It would be tail first because yeah. his heads, both of his heads are up. <laughs> so he spins and they like put a little overlay of like a whirlwind effect. Mm-hmm. But inside the Cobra Man is just spinning slowly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even speed him up. No, they didn't even speed him up. It was amazing. Uh, and then it goes to uh, Hongo put uh, or Common Rider putting his head to the ground, and this is where we learn that Common Rider can hear four kilometers in every direction, yep. including underground, because <laughs> that's that's how sound works. Obviously, you right. probably hear four kilometers in outer space too. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, he uses that to basically distract them down. Right. And then it goes to their secondary hiding location. Another one, which is, I like this one a lot better. It's like um, a factory. Yeah. Um, it, it's like an, like an abandoned locale. It looked like kind of more foresty and jungly, but it's not. It, it, like, it's probably just right off the highway. Yeah. But with the way that they're shooting it, it makes it look like it's got tunnel secret yeah. entrances and all this so stuff. So what they're doing is they're dangling the kid over some boiling acid, I guess. Yeah. It's like a... a a purplish pink acid pool and they're and like tell me where the fangs where are, are the fangs kids like i've got no idea what you're and so it about. shows how dangerous it is because the shoe comes off and like bursts into flames when it hits the boy the right. boiling poison uh, the boiling poison acid yeah never once thought to check the dog's corpse man I'm telling uh, you. <laughs> uh and then uh the shocker goons who are on standby see common rider coming because he's just coming out in the open yeah this is actually the first time you get to see them not just talk in a room about him coming. There's like hit the alarm for once. There's an alarm. Yeah, they they see he's coming. They hit an alarm, and then Cobra Man runs out, and they're like, "Oh, this is all part of the plan." Yeah, it's like a moth to the flame. Yeah, this and is it's a like, minefield. This is a minefield, uh, which doesn't really work that well. No, he he trips one. He goes flying in the air. Big deal. He's <laughs> it's like, oh great. And then he chases down Cobra Man, and Cobra Man uses the kid as a hostage, right? Um. Well, okay, so the yeah, they're, it's him fighting his way down there, and 
Cobra Man just leaves the fight and goes down there and he starts to lower the kid into the acid and stops right before he gets there. At which point, Kamen Rider comes through the from down the stairwell and he's like, stop, if you move any closer, I'll do this. You know, of course, child child kidnapping, super effective. Yeah. Hongo's like, okay, fine. He goes to like raise his fist as if he's going to punch, but doesn't because... <laughs> He's checkmate, it, which really funny because how how much time it took him to lower him to that point. It's like he's not going to be able to drop the kid in that. Just he could have just jumped across grabbing him, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> I mean, the reason why they did this now is because they needed to have him uh, captured. Yeah, which was the whole point. Does it directly go to that? I believe it. it what it goes to uh, uh, Tachibana. Tachibana, right? Tachibana just shows up in his car outside, and he has like a little wristwatch thing. Uh huh. Um, like not a, a wristwatch, uh, like a pocket watch. Yeah, a pocket watch, but it's a compass that leads or it points towards where uh, Hongo is. Yeah, Hongo is because that little the bell, it's yeah. what he called the cat's bell, is a tracking device. So then it cuts to inside, and this is the only other scene you get to see uh, Fujioka's face, Fujioka's face, who's the actor who plays Hongo. Right now, this whole time I was thinking, man, this looks really familiar. So parts of it are scenes from the previous thing, but it is new footage. Okay. Because they're also the Cobra Man actually interacts with them, right? And there was this time when, uh, but this is there's a reason why that he had to like. This is the only other scene with him, so they had to get the story to come to this point. Yeah, which is the reason why he got up, <laughs> gave up. Yeah. So, uh, basically, they're like, "We're gonna finish," which is actually a smart idea. Yeah, they're like, they're like oh, "Let's actually, you know, finish the brainwashing." Yeah, because that's the last thing we gotta do. We just gotta flip the brainwashes, which we're good to go. And so while he's he's sitting there subdued, they they uh bring in the child who's unconscious and this part i thought was really weird and then you know it makes sense now but he yells out the kid's name and i'm like when the heck did you guys even meet like <laughs> how, how do you know his name yeah and uh the the cobra man says to the supreme leader that you know we did a lie detector test we did a lie detector on this kid he doesn't know where the fangs are and hongo's just like oh those fangs I totally destroyed them flew them in the sea yeah now th- that it annoyed me until the end of the episode i was like no no you didn't yeah you, you just, <laughs> you're just making things up you just showed up how did you like you just arrived and so they're about ready to brainwash him and then uh the real superhero shows up <laughs> which is tachibana just busts in after i guess taking on several yeah because he's got one in his hands or he like he's in the process of fighting one as he's coming through the door yeah and he just starts taking goons out <laughs> grabs one of their daggers throws it at the uh i don't even know what to call that the table i guess yeah the table that he's on and like freeze uh hongo and hongo busts out and they like grab, uh, they punch everybody, and they grab the kid <laughs> who is sort of awake, so he knows that Hongo is not common rider, but I guess he just doesn't see it because when they get back outside, Hongo's back. It's back to the full, full common rider, yeah. And so then there is the uh, the the fight, the climactic fight against the Cobra Man. Yeah, but see, they, which is a lot of fighting. The yeah, he he fights a lot of the goons in the minefield, which I thought was really interesting. So every once in a while, uh, a goon would just blow up. And then him and the Cobra are fighting. The Cobra tries to grab him, and he just, you know, karate chops the hand. But as you can see, this is like a longer hand. fight than has been in the show before. Yeah, because most of this episode has been fighting. Yeah, and it's because they're filling up the time. Yeah, because, I mean, this is the kind of episode, um, like, we, we saw a big fight episode with uh, when he was bouncing out of the coffin, that episode, but it built, it built up to that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like, here's the episode, enjoy. This was like a part two. But no, this was just all by itself, the entire episode, fighting, 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 fighting. Yeah. And so uh, he does the writer kick on top of a, like a tower mm-hmm. and 
kicks the Cobra Man off the side of the building. He blows, Cobra Man blows up. Yeah, he's, you know, the one mine in that area that's left after that fight. And so then he runs down, and the kid's like, Kamen Rider's so cool. And this is actually the start of the, um, the idea that, like, kids like Kamen Rider. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, in the show. I forgot to mention that when he was telling the Supreme Leader that the kid knows nothing about the fangs, Supreme Leader got on his case, like, yeah, you know, you idiot. It's going to take eight months to make you another pair of fangs. Yeah. Which is kind of relevant. I can see. It's like, oh, you, this is like our most valuable thing. You get rid of it. Yeah. So. It's uh, worth more than your car. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, this whole thing with this kid, it starts the trend of in the show, uh-huh. kids like Common Rider. Okay. Yeah. Because it was like, um, there, Common Rider's at the grave. And well, no, the, before then, because uh, he. Uh, he runs. He he drives off, and the kid traces after him, but trips because he's lost. Oh, shoe. that's right. Yeah, and yeah. and the, and Tachibana's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine." Coming here so cool, and I'm wondering if like that was actually the kid actor who oh. like fell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see that. And the kid's actor's like, "I'm just filming, man. Yeah. <laughs> just let it go." <laughs> And they like left it in. I would totally see it. That'd be cool. <laughs> be like, dude, forget that. Coming Rider's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Then it goes to the the, right. the the dog's grave and Kamen Rider's dropping off a bunch of flowers. Yeah, he brings flowers and finds the fangs. On just the top. Just right on the top of the soil. And then so that it turns out that he was just straight up lying saying he destroyed the fangs. Yeah, he was just lying to, to mess with them. And th- this part was so confusing because, like I said, first off, it annoyed me that they never checked the grave, which was their point to begin with. Mm-hmm. How did the kid not see those there? Well, How the th- did they get there? The if- thing is, is like... I'm guessing that in the original script, Hongo did find and destroy the fangs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's how he would know the kid's name. Yeah, they just hadn't filmed those parts yet before he got injured. Yeah, so just a mess up in filming, but it uh, it was just a hot mess this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, they were just throwing it together, whatever they can. And so he takes the fangs and he runs off because uh, he hears... Uh, yeah, the kid talking to, I think, Tachibana or wh- whoever he was talking to, he yeah. overhears them coming. Yeah, and so it's uh, Tachibana and Rodrigo, and uh, they're coming... And uh, kid's like, oh, who, who brought fangs to Dummy's grave? Or flowers. Flowers to Dummy's grave. And uh, Tachibana's is like, oh, it must be Kamen Rider. Yeah, of course. And then the kid's like, Kamen Rider's so cool. Could I ever see him again? And Rinko's just like, yeah, sure. I'll bring him sometime. Because <laughs> yeah, he was like, uh, I think Tachibana said, yeah, you'll see him again. And then the kid's like, okay, cool. Where do I meet him? And then Tachibana's like, Ugh. you know, like scratching the back of his head like, oh, crap. Why did I say that? <laughs> and Rinko's like, I'll bring him to you. Yeah. And the kid's like, you better not be lying. <laughs> She's like. He'll break her legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and so uh, then they're walking off, and Rudiko's just like, it's strange that uh, Hongo didn't show up. And, and this is where you find out that uh, this is where Tachibana says that he put a tracking device in the necklace. Basically, he just low-jacked his friend. Yeah, and he shows <laughs> it to her, and she's just, like, smiling and laughing about You're it. You're like, ah, oh, like, that's this so is funny. Such a nifty We're thing. facing our friend's privacy. This is awesome. <laughs> like, honestly, what the heck? Okay, don't get me wrong. It's good to have if you're going to keep getting kidnapped. Yeah, I mean, for his life, for the, who, who he is. And but why doesn't is. everyone have one for everyone? Yeah. You know, it just seems like a handy tool for all three of them if they're going to continuously be kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ruiko should have one. Tachibana should have one. They should just have these on tap just like oh you you you've hung out with this twice here's a tracking device especially, <laughs> especially why the secrecy just be open like hey here's a tracking device if i need to find you for when you get kidnapped yeah anyway just be open about it and so then it goes to this uh the hongo riding off and then them saying that he's the only one to fight shocker yeah and his rage is building yeah <laughs> it's rage to fight shocker <laughs> so this uh 
So now that you know the whole story of it, what is the Saksugoi? Well, you know, the thing is that I feel like um, everything that I hated about it is going to tie into the main actor having his life broken. Yeah. So basically the, what I had written down was, uh, you know, rushed plot and a horrible outfit for the Cobra Man. And yeah. it all kind of makes sense uh, with that bit of knowledge. So I'll just let it, let it go. It's not the best episode, um, but I hope that they get their act together, figure out what they're going to do and see how that changes the story. It's, it's several episodes of like them doing extra things, but they, w- they do figure it out. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so other than that, uh, what do you think suck? I don't, I don't even have anything besides those. I mean, you might as well just bring up one. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, it's, it's like not their fault for the story. Right. But sometimes still it's just right. I mean, like I said, the, the, the plot being really, it was like incomprehensible and there were so many things. So where I, was like, I, I know the what heck? they do in several episodes, but they should have been able to do it here. They could have, and it's what they do in like other episodes. They could have filled in the plot with Tachiban and Mariko. Yeah. And you know, that's what they do later on. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to be the one to investigate, especially when at the start when uh, Tachiban is like, you're going to go check it out as well, which led me to think, okay, they're both going to go together. Yeah. But then so, that didn't happen. So, I mean, that's what they do in like a couple of episodes. It's like Tachiban is doing things. Yeah. And then like Ongo just pops in and like saves yeah. the day. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now that you've done all the leg work. Yeah. On. So they could have done that. Yeah. So that's like my suck is like they could have just used the other characters because oh. they've developed other characters. Okay, I have one. It took a second, but um, I just thought it was ridiculous. The dog come in and just bark at this guy and he, oh, and just kind of runs off without not even one bar of gold. Yeah. And, and no way to collect the gold. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, at least get away with three bars or something, whatever you can have in your hand. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It's one hand. <laughs> uh, also, the design of Cobra Man isn't that good. No, it's awful. But but I mean, uh, anything uh, wow? Um, you know, I like the, like I said, I like the new fight location. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, it, it was new. I don't know exactly where it was because it looked at first, I was like, oh, is this like some sort of jungle temple? Because there's like the overgrown steps leading up to stuff. And then, you know, as it continued, you start to see more weird tunnels and things. So I'm thinking maybe it was a dam or something like that. I, th- I think it was runoff. just like a, a, a an abandoned factory. It could have been, yeah. But it was just interesting the way that they filmed it. It looked kind of cool. Yeah. It was better than the quarry. <laughs> yeah, nice nice change of pace. Um, And then, of course, Tachibana being a total badass. Oh, well, that was mine. It was just Tachibana just coming up just like saving the day yeah. you know it's just new from the beginning of the plot and he came and did everything that common writer would do as yeah. far as taking on these uh you know super strength so they had these rules in the show with tachibana and like another character that comes in later is that uh there was a there was actual a number limit to how many shocker goons they were able to knock out before they get overwhelmed yeah so that they didn't look stronger than common rider like, okay, i think it's like four Fair. That's fair. You're yeah. able to take out four shocker goons, and then you get overrun, overwhelmed, and you can't fight the main v- villain. Right. <laughs> it's like no, it was fair. like written down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. We got some hard, fast rules. <laughs> yeah. Nope. You punched five. We got to redo the whole fight scene. Yeah. Cutting that. Um. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think about the rankings? Because right now Ichi goes at one. Right. Um. Who, who's two? We have double. Vulcan. Vulcan. Just got taken out. Kind of have to see what happens there. I feel like next episode is going to be a big Vulcan episode. Wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the greatest Common Rider Ichigo episode. No, I think it knocked him down at least one peg. Yeah, I would almost say because the one underneath that's Valkyrie. I would almost say that he's below Valkyrie. But yeah, nah, I feel like dropping him to three is kind of fair, at least for now. Plus, he's been sitting at the top pretty healthy. I was expecting him to drop last week, but it was just kind of lackluster. 
as far as character development goes. So we will have number one Vulcan, two Valkyrie, three Ichigo. So this list got weird. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going to. Yeah. I mean, I mean they still better than Heaven's Tornado. Oh my God, was it better than Heaven's Tornado? Yes. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it now. <laughs> Heaven's Tornado comes back to you in your nightmares. <laughs> There's just no going back. You just you're walking down. <laughs> We're walking down like a dark hallway in the middle of the night, and then you just hear that music. (laughs) (laughs) No, the part that bugged me the most was when they started dancing together for no reason. (laughs) That's the thing. Okay, so Uh, the next episode, this is going to blow you away because the next episode of Colin Rider is called The Reborn Cobra Man. Okay. Somehow right. he survived being literally blown up by a landmine. Yeah, completely and totally blown up. There's not nothing left. <laughs> As is tradition, it gets completely removed. Yeah. So it's maybe second uh, a two-parter, but yeah. So that's the next episode of Kamen Rider, the reborn Cobra Man. The next episode of our show will be episode nine of Kuga, mm-hmm. titled Siblings. Siblings. You know, okay, before we get on the siblings thing, that makes a lot more sense about Cobra Man because I was like, I was wondering after this episode, how is this iconic? He's yeah. like the stupidest villain so far <laughs> of all of these. But no, he comes His back in the next episode. horrible. Yeah, he comes back in the next episode. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So our next episode is Kamen Rider Kuga, episode nine, Siblings. Siblings. And that's about, well, what siblings do we have in the show? Oh, the main character has yeah. a sister. Godai's si- sister, yeah. who's the uh, like the kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Okay. That's my assumption. Uh, um, and you're right. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, hide yeah, that yeah. from you. <laughs> so, uh, hope to see you next episode. Okay, well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Riding Through the Ages has been a production of Fanboy Opinion. You can find out more information at fanboyopinion.com. You can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. You can also follow us at fanboy underscore opinion on Twitter if you want to Follow any new information about the show or want to tweet about it. If you have any questions about any podcatchers, be sure to let us know. Please don't forget to rate and review us on any anywhere you're, any way you find us. I'm Eric. I'm Eugene. And we want to thank you again for writing with us.